0: Um, can you hear my dog barking?
1: I can, not but that's okay. Okay,
0: all right. It's 2021. This okay. is the new right. age. Okay. We, we, well, we are accepting of barking dogs. Okay, let's, we'll just make it really authentic. Mabel. Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A podcast about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen. And we do this for fun.
1: All right, lady. It's just you and me. Uh, Here we go. So, yes. So, okay. I think we should start talking about why are we doing this? Like, what in the world compelled us to start this podcast and kind of what it's about and what we hope to accomplish with it? All right. So, and my thought is, like, I think, like, it's just we believe women Well, and men, too. Like, we don't want to be exclusive to just women, but, like, helping them... Get out into nature and learn to love crazy things like camping, which we have learned firsthand, things that we used to hate doing. We now actually, we do this for fun. Right, right. (laughs) So I think maybe we start there. Yeah, that works for me. So what do you, like, I would love to know, Jody Gruen, your... Mm. Thoughts on nature and like
0: why it needs to be a priority in our lives in the first place. I would say for me growing up here, um, I don't think I appreciated it as much as I could have because I didn't really get to experience it the way that I do now. Um, Growing up, I was like a cabin kid. Um, I, Mm -hmm. you know, and cabins like were... Um, like junk food and TV at night. And sure, there yep. was some like firefly chasing and kickball and that kind of stuff. And it's it, it, there was like an outdoor component, but we didn't go on hikes. You know, we were always getting pulled behind a boat. It was very yep. sort of, it was that sort of experience. There was no tenting. There was no nothing. So I had a very mm-hmm. sort of insular indoor experience even growing up. So there was some outside time, but that wasn't where I spent most of my time. Same with just sort of growing up in the suburbs also. Like just nature wasn't really presented as much of a thing for me. And it wasn't until I met this sweet man, um, our twins, one of one of the twins, um, who really introduced me to, you know, what it could be. And really it was sort of the introduction for me, like A big thing of it was being introduced to the bike, a bicycle, as being a mode of transportation and not just a thing that you work out on. So for me, I think one of my big transitions was when I learned that you could ride a bike in your regular clothes. Um, just like you like as a kid, you know <laughs> yeah. went, ride a bike in regular clothes and then just go off and you can just see so much more of the city and you can go so many more places. And I started noticing more things and experiencing more things, and my life really kind of flipped at that point, um, just because I was exposed to some brand new things that way. And along with that, um, we started camping and spending time outside um, in just a way that I didn't grow up doing. So, um, yeah. and in terms of importance for me, all of a sudden something that I thought I had disdain for became like this brilliance in my life. And yeah, I just same same I feel way. like I see more vividly I and had, I seek like, it out now at all, like all the time. Like I'm the one in our family who's like, Oh my gosh, we need to get out for a walk. I need to, you know, it's just become very important to kind of our family and, um, how we show up in the world. Um, And something I'm actually Mm -hmm. really proud of that didn't come up, you know, from sort of my, my upbringing. It's something that I feel like I've really defined as an adult.
1: Yeah, I could not, I had the same experience. Like I grew up in small town Minnesota and actually I just thought camping was not cool. Like my mom and my grandparents and my aunt and cousins and they used to really try, like they, we would go camping. My grandparents had an RV and we did all of it, but I just thought it was so not cool, and I just didn't want to have anything to do with it because I was trying to divine myself as cool. And so <laughs> I specifically was not going to go camping, and so I, I cheated myself out of, out of it. And then, yeah, and then I met my husband. So yes, and, and dear listeners, you will soon hear us referring to the twins. Those are our husbands who look very much <laughs> the same, and we lovingly <laughs> refer to them as the twins. But he so he grew up in Alaska, grew up in yeah in tents, in going out like actual camping, not just car camping, but like legit camping where you're not plugged in to you know you're off in the wilderness, there's no running water, there's no toilets nearby, which is how I used to define camping was like if it was there it was you know, an outhouse or if I, if there was running water, if I had to go to an outhouse. So, and that just, and when we moved, so we were living in Iowa and we moved back to Minnesota and that was the first thing you wanted to do was go camping. And I hated it at first and now I just love it. And I think, yeah, the nature part of it is just, I crave it now. Mm -hmm. Like I have to be, I have to disconnect In order to reconnect with myself Mm -hmm. and the only place that I can do that is when you're camping and it's when you're in the boundary waters and it's so quiet, you can actually hear yourself think Mm -hmm. when you don't have that opportunity, you know, all the rest of the days when you're so distracted by all these devices and all, you know, and work and kids. And family, and you just, it's so, there's just no time for you, but when you're out there in the wilderness, it's just so peaceful.
0: Right. (sighs) Another piece, too, I think, as a mom, even being out in wilderness, is I sometimes feel like I don't have to be in charge of everything, like I am here, like my Uh (laughs) household and my kids and, you know, whatever. Like, there's a little bit more freedom that my kids have out in the wilderness, and I definitely, like... I'm not like the expert camper by any means. I'm married yeah, to that uh-huh. person um, and yep. I help, you know, whatever. But I get to sit back and relax a little bit yes. more and in a way that because I'm not the expert, like I am with it seeming like everything else in life, it kind of yeah. gives me the opportunity to pause and get, kind of be like almost a guest in my family, just like take on a yeah. different role. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, and that was the perfect segue into why we're doing this podcast is we know that there are so many women, especially out there who don't have that in their lives, who don't have someone to help guide them into how, how to do all this stuff. And we want to help encourage women and men too to just go for it and, and do this for fun. You know, it, it might seem like, I mean, it's a huge pain in the ass. Let's not kid ourselves. Huge, like it's a huge. huge, like just terrible pain in the ass, uh, but yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah. And so we're here just to be super real and honest. It's going to be real talk about camping, real talk about outdoors, like practical stuff. And just again, just trying to help encourage women to just get out there and learn to love nature and all that it has to offer. And, and I think another reason for this podcast is I think we noticed that women are often left out of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the, like the brands who are marketing, like we're both marketers, And so we were noticing, like, these brands aren't marketing to women. Like, they're not, like, Filson, for example, huge brand. They don't make pants for women. Like, they don't make wool vests for women. Like, my husband had to buy me man clothes to be able to use this stuff. And so I think there's a huge opportunity for brands to understand that, hey, we're here, too, and we want to be part of this conversation. It's not just a man thing. Right, right.
0: And, yeah, and things need to be fit right, and they need to be comfortable and all that. Like, yes, extremely important. Because also, as we've realized, which we didn't realize before, and we're always annoyed with the twins, was the amount of gear that these people seem to have to pick up and, you know, whatever. However, Mm -hmm. we are, I think, in agreement that there are times that you do need you know, like all weather gear and you need a different bike for this and you need Mm -hmm. whatever. And kind of understanding in those scenarios of when is actually a a time when you need a particular type of tent or when you actually need, you know, like this type of stove or, you know, whatever, but really camping Mm -hmm. the way that, Um, Most Americans do it doesn't require as much, you know, accessories and gear that people Mm -hmm. think you can go all out if you want to. But really, it can be very simple and accessible to anybody.
1: Absolutely. Totally. So. Okay, so I think we need to talk about how we met, kind of on the topic of, like, gear and being ill-equipped. And that is,
0: like, my most favorite story of my life, almost. (laughs) It's the best story. It was a life-changing moment. It really was. It continues to be.
1: Do you want to go first, or should I go first?
0: Well, I would just like to preface the story with I like how it's gotten a little more dramatic. I think as the years, especially <laughs> as your twin um, tells it, um, because I don't remember like hysteria as much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I, that's all I remember. Or do is you hysteria? remember hysteria? <laughs> I remember hysteria. Well, so yeah, so we were so Ian and I and the kids had just moved from Iowa to Minnesota, and we were not camping people at that, or Ian was, but we didn't have a whole lot of family experience camping. And I, in my wisdom, was like, great, we live in Minnesota now, we're near the North Shore, let's go camping. And I decided to book a weekend at Gooseberry Falls, the second weekend of May, when snow is very much still in the forecast often. But I was not thinking that way at all. I'm like, it's going to be summer. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) And so we get up there. And sure enough, it's (laughs) raining. It's cold. So cold. And the only people crazy enough to be in that campground at the same time were you guys. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I met you, so our, our kids are the same ages. So I have a son and a daughter. You have two boys Same ages, and I remember I I was sure that Jack, our son, was gonna fall off a cliff. Like, he's this kid from Iowa, he doesn't know what he's doing. I was just certain I couldn't find him, and he was playing with your kids, but I couldn't find him. And I was just sure that he was like had fallen off a cliff at Gooseberry Falls and was drowning. And so, when I met you, (laughs) I was running, screaming down the bike path, like screaming for Jack because I was sure he was drowning. And you're like, no, no, he's he's okay. He's just over here playing
0: with our kids. And that's how we met. It is exactly how we met. I remember, too, like you coming down, you were like kind of doing this like brisk jog in your big puffy coat, like Canadian goose down, yep. big puffy coat. And yep. I also was like, I remember being like, oh, I wish I had that coat. <laughs> um not to you know like make fun of your pain by any reason, by any means but um yeah jack was playing no, was with funny. my boys make fun and away what's funny too about my kids is they both fight over taking credit for like who found jack like <laughs> because they both want to say that they were the ones that met jack first so yeah yeah well, that's sweet. how he became
1: and that's how he became friends yeah. and we've been and now we go back there to the same place yep Every year at the same time, and usually it's
0: raining and cold. Ringing it usually cold. is. Pretty rainy and cold. But, but we are we comfortable now it. with our kids near Lake Superior playing their little yes. games and mining things. And, but, yeah, they just are sort of free, free soloing the cliffs and having a good time. And, and same with us. Yeah. And I think, like, it's such a great... Like, to say, like, I mean,
1: that experience in and of itself, like, the fact that we were open enough to go do this crazy thing, we're going to go camping in the cold rain, and you just never know what's going to come of it. Like, you never know the beautiful experience that you are going to have. If you just are willing to put yourself out there, you might meet, as we did, Mm -hmm. some of the best friends of our whole lives. Yep. Yep, And so being open to those experiences, are, I think, are just, they're life-changing. They're life I mean, that was a life-changing weekend for us.
0: And you know what? That was, I think, too, and one of my turning points also is I wouldn't have typically, like, agreed to go and camp on a rainy weekend. But we had the reservations and, you know, whatever. But I'm, you know, like, I, I noticed that difference in my, like, my the person who I was before that would never have done anything like that. So I love that mm-hmm. sentiment, too, that idea of, yeah, that... You don't know what's going to, you know, like you have an adventure planned. Go do it. Who cares about the weather? Like you'll figure it out. I mean, that night too, when the rain, you guys stayed at the campsite and I think, <laughs> and maybe you guys went out for dinner, but we ended up at a brewery or something like that. But we may, you make your own fun when you're doing these things yeah. too. If there's yes. like, if the weather won't cooperate, like you figure out something that will cooperate with you. Yeah,
1: and it makes you so proud that you did mm-hmm. it, and you just, you you gain a whole new perspective on life and what is fun, and 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 that's kind of how we came up with the name for this podcast, was that the twins helped us figure out the name, but it can be used in a lot of ways, like we do this for fun, or we we do this for fun, yeah, question mark, yeah, yeah. or we or we do this for, for fun, fun,
0: question mark. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, there's so many ways to say it.
1: So I think that, and I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to get to talk to other people and find out, like, what do they do right. for fun? What are some of the crazy things that other people have discovered that they're doing and...
0: Well Lynn too, I feel like we already know people in our lives too that are so inspirational and as we just start talking yeah. to them, you go like, Oh, you you do that? Or I had no <laughs> idea that was what a thing that you did or you you know, explaining mm-hmm. certain friends that you have that do certain things and I didn't even know that was even a career or a hobby or anything. It's just it's so beautiful what's out there and if we can help identify any of these things for people and just show but somebody something that they haven't thought of before, I don't know, I feel like we're doing a good service. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing too is with regards back to us meeting the representation to our children too that yeah you don't have to be comfortable all of the time it's important yes. to be uncomfortable and being uncomfortable can make you stronger and yes. um and more vital and more vibrant and yeah, have, you can have that being that proud moment of just making it through the night in a rainstorm, you know, that's a big deal, you know? And I always talk, I I always talk to my kids about like, this is what we do. You know, this is something that we do. And you can always say I did this and maybe someone else was comfortable at home, but you did this, this particular weekend. And it's important to be able to feel an accomplishment in something simple, but hard. Yeah. And you're, yeah, I, I could
1: not agree more. Just the the growth that you experience and the resiliency that you can feel. Like, I yeah, you overcame this terribly cold, you know, wet, rainy weekend, but you got home and you got dry and warm and then you kick back and you start to sort of forget about how terrible it was and you mm-hmm. look at all the fun you had and all the memories and... Yep. And then you you go back and do
0: it year after year, (laughs) (laughs) or you start doing crazier things like you winter camping this year, you know, on a lake, yeah, in freezing cold temperatures, like amazing. That's a whole episode. It is a whole episode.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Well, I think. I'm just so excited to start doing this with you and I'm so excited for, to build a community of people who, I I would, like in my perfect world, I would love to see a community of people who have experience doing this stuff and then also people who don't have experience doing this stuff Mm -hmm. and being able to like help each other and influence each other and offer tricks of the trade and you know where to start and just that's what really excites me about this whole project and I'm I'm so grateful to you for for agreeing to oh I'm so excited about this
0: I'm ready to be inspired by all of these interesting humans and I'm like excited I'm excited to be inspired too by people who are curious you know I think curiosity is the biggest strength or one of the largest strengths that you can have going into life and if you're curious and you just want you know like this has been a tough year and I think we're all looking for just some difference and some way to change what feels like inevitable outcomes or we don't even know what's coming next and you know like there's but there's hope out there and there's the outside always you know and we're gonna you know if we can help if we can help shed some joy and positivity about just stepping outside your front door, I feel like we've, we've uh, made a big impact. We Do This For Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production company based in Minneapolis, which Lynn and her husband, Ian, own and operate. The website is 515productions.com.
1: And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness consultant and coach? She doesn't like to brag, but she's really good at it. So check out our website, jodygruen.com. If you like this podcast, we'd love your support. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. You can find links, pictures, and more on our website, wedothisforfun.com. That was awesome. That was awesome.